Welcome, welcome to Real Estate is the Worst. Hey, it's Millie Mundy, native Nashvilleian and local realtor. I love my job, though it's challenging, it's completely rewarding, super entertaining, and totally worth it. I love talking to people, laughing with them, and learning everything, all the things. Listen in and see how all the best Nashville realtors get creative and dig themselves out of the worst ruts and close the deal. Or not. Cheers. Hey, welcome to Real Estate is the Worst. This is Millie. I'm with Brian Siskind, who's going to stay quiet, allegedly. And then I have Daniel Day Doris with me. (laughs) I'm joking. David Doris is here with me. He's with Village with me. And David Doris, you have a name where I always just want to say your first and last name, David Doris. Yeah, it's a good name for real estate. Do you get that a lot? Double D. David Doris. Okay, David, tell us like just a tiny bit about you. I know you run an empire, but other than that. All right. So, uh, yeah, we um, um, here at Village, the Urban Nashville team, um, we uh, do a lot of developments and then general real estate as well. How long have you been in real estate? 14 years. How long have you had your team? The team started uh, in a different way. It was Chad Woolers, Brian Soltzis, and I were a team. And then as that kind of ended, um, well, Brent McPherson came on the team. And then as that ended, uh, it opened up to where it was just me and uh, Taylor Brown. And then it kind of went from there and is what it is now. So it, it went from the team being three kind of uh, similar producers to me and an assistant. And then as development work kind of came and there was a need for the team to grow, uh, we grew from there. How many, do you have 48 people on your team? How big is <laughs> your team is huge? How many people are on it? Uh, we have uh, six people oh, on the team. I think you, your team is just always so busy and, and running around. It looks like they multiply. Every time I see you, you're just walking and talking, which makes me feel so much more normal because I can't, aside from this, I can't just sit and talk. Well, if I'm on the phone, I have to be like almost running laps. Yeah. I, I much prefer talking on the phone. You get a lot more done. Yeah. Context and yeah. voice inflection. Oh, all that. For the voice inflection for sure. I'm always... 30 emails, one phone call. I'd much rather yeah, just do the exactly. phone call. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Also, I'm hilarious via, if you can just hear me, <laughs> aside from like reading something, people are probably like, what is this person serious? Okay. Anyways, you're so busy and just like building new cities, maybe I feel like. I'm just the sales guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, there has to be something. What I have to know, what is the most embarrassing thing? Because everyone gets embarrassed and this is like such a human transactional I mean it's just it's gonna happen what's the most embarrassing thing that's happened to you in your real estate career so thus far I don't know how embarrassing this is but it was a moment for sure um I was just kind of getting started I was selling oh, a, these are the best. a development and it um it became time to do walkthroughs and so it was first time to kind of get to that point 
the building was finished and kind of the culmination of all your work and paychecks are about to start coming in. And so, um, uh, went to the walkthrough and I'd done a couple of them at this point, just blue tape walkthroughs mm-hmm. and the, uh, dad showed up for the buyer and the buyer showed up as well. And, um, was the dad, the, actually the buyer. So I guess the dad actually was the buyer okay, something I it, learned later, right. Mm-hmm. Who's the decision maker, figure yeah. that out. And then, um, but at that moment in time, I'd, I'd never met the dad and I think I'd met the buyer like once and really just dealt with the agent. And so the dad comes in and he's, got a little um, leather bag with him. And the first thing he does when he walks in the door is says, let's uh, let's see how level these floors are. And in that leather bag was a handful of marbles what? that he dropped out on the floor. And uh, I, had to, I had to sit there and like hope they didn't all roll to the corner. What? I don't know what we were going to do at that point. They just kind of rolled all out everywhere. I think he hadn't thought through the, um, the action because – when the floors are level and you have to pick up like 15 marbles, yeah. that's like a... I feel like that's not a real... That's not real. He he woke up that day and goes, well, I'm going to show him a thing or two. And yeah. His leather bag of marbles. Right. That's like if Kramer was going to buy a house. Yeah, that's probably exactly it what... It just happened again to an agent on my team at another walkthrough. No. Yeah. So it's the second... Di- marble di- Different situation. person. But yeah, second marble situation. That's unheard of i feel like i yeah. wouldn't even know what to do did you have to help pick up the marbles i didn't help i watched him that was that <laughs> that was enjoyable when they didn't all go to the corner watching him have to pick them all up what was his reaction when they just went everywhere He's, he was like oh okay well here we go okay and then well, he had to go and pick them up because solid investment was... the floors are perfectly even right. these marbles are going everywhere okay so Mild, mild embarrassment. It was more like a freak out. Like I'm yeah. standing there like, what if all these marbles go to the corner? Yeah. And then like words out that the floors, Wor- <laughs> bring, bring your marbles to the walkthroughs. And I got to like. Word spread. Yeah. And I, I don't get any of these closings all of a sudden. Oh my God. There was I a lot racing through my head. Yeah. yeah. When that, those marbles were kind of settling. How long were you in the business? Like you first started, you're like, I was selling my first development. How many, w- w- did you just walk in and get a development? So, yeah, I... Um, oh, okay. I wasn't excited. <laughs> yeah, no, I did. Um, <laughs> That's funny. So, I, well, I just, I came on, there was a conversion project. So, this wasn't the one that, but... Um, what the, is a conversion project? So, it was an apartment building that they're converting oh, to condos. Oh, got it. Yeah. And so, it was there. And this was like right before the recession, but it was there. And mm. so, immediate income. Like, I could sell them right mm-hmm. then and get paid. And... Um, a developer uh, that I was friends with had just said, "Why don't you Why don't you come on and do this, and uh, we'll pay you a thousand dollars for everyone you sell." And I'm in. Yeah, I've been I've been doing plumbing work uh, the year before Sign and working me. at uh, really? McDougal's in the in Hillsborough Village at nights. And so that year, I'd made thirty eight thousand dollars. There were forty of these apartments. I thought, nice if I can sell them all in a year, then nice. this will be unbelievable, right? Yeah, there you go. And we sold them on like 45 days. Unheard of. Unbelievable. Yeah. And then I sold out another development, which is the Marble Story. It hadn't been built. All oh the contracts God. fell out. I never got paid. Like it took. Oh, God. It was a great. Have anxiety. It was the beginning of the like, oh. this is so easy. 
it's over. Yeah. <laughs> it ended before I got, yeah, all that. So then it was, but it was really good time to get into real estate because I learned a ton and I was able to sell yeah. a couple developments two and three times. So then you, then you really, <laughs> I don't really count them as two or three times of experience, but they were. Yeah. I think the more contracts, like when you're first starting <clears throat> and when a contract falls out, you're just like heartbroken. I mean, you're just like broke and like, please, please let this. Oh, my God. The cl- you like you will never forget the closing date. And then it falls through and then th- it happens all the time. But the longer you're in it, you're just like, man, it's probably going to fall through. Like you can almost call it like right. eh, this one's not going to work out. Right. Yeah. You start to have that intuition. Well, speaking of contracts falling through, not saying that this is probably what happened, but what's the hardest thing that you like if you can think right now like god that was a nightmare situation what is your biggest like nightmare situation and how did you how did you work your way out of it so (laughs) these questions are great um you know i feel like i could just rattle them off here but uh so i want to hear um i I mean we don't have enough i wish we had four hours i want to hear all of them so one this was much later on um in the business and i'd gotten kind of one of my first listings, it was a house over a million dollars. And so oh my God. Um, I was like really excited to kind of enter that world. And, yeah, I'm not um, there yet. So I'm sure I would. And so I, I got the listing and it had been a house that hadn't sold with a prior real estate agent. I got the listing and sold it pretty quickly. We made a couple changes and it worked. And so based on that, another um, seller down the street called and wanted to meet mm-hmm. and it was in that same price range. And so I was like, oh, this is... Was the other seller already listed with another agent? No, they weren't okay. listed yet. Um, I think they just saw kind of what we had done and, and how quickly we sold it. And so they were interviewing agents and we got the interview. And so I uh, went in and the guy, you could just... Um, it just was immediate that it was... He was a narcissist and we're going to walk around and talk about himself the whole time. And like his di- oh, his fun. dining room was like a whiskey collection. And oh, it was, fun. you know, he's married with three kids. It's like... Mm-hmm. It's got to yeah. be annoying uh, for everybody else <laughs> Yeah, that there isn't a dining room in this house. Um, so uh, so we do the whole thing. He shows us the artwork. He shows us all the stuff. All he does is talk about how well he's done. and um, Those are just, my favorite. Yeah, how, how much money and how easy it is to sell real estate. He's actually fired. He's moved here from Chicago. He had three of the top agents in Chicago. And oh my God, that's your first them. sign. That's your first sign. Yeah. When they like just roll, when they can tell you already, they roll through. Yeah. And he was in commercial real estate. So he like knows how he it knows works everything. and yeah. like, yeah, he knows everything. And uh, I'm just taking it all in as I'm kind of going through the thing. And multiple times, uh, he just keeps talking about it not moving his needle, the marketing not moving his needle, yeah. you know, um, this agent he met with didn't move his needle. This didn't move his needle. Yada yada yada. And so pretty hard hard pressed needle, huh? Right. So we get <laughs> not a needle mover. Huh? <laughs> we get in the uh, in kind of the final like sit down, and um, he's excited. You know, he says, "Hey, yeah, I want to work with you. Um, I, I think you're the guy for the house." And he says the only really thing is that uh, you know I, I need to do it for five percent because. I'm basically going to do everything and it's not like it's going to be easy oh, for you. Oh, are you? Yeah. <laughs> and so um, I said, well, you know, we're busy right now. We have a lot of people willing to pay a 6%. And so this was like one of those moments kind of where it's like, story. I'm going to like 
I'm going to fight it because I can tell this guy's going to be a lot of work. And like, yeah, uh, the, the other caveat was it, this was like February and he wanted to go ahead and get it listed, but he couldn't move out till July. Oh, God. so he wanted to get a contract. But then like, yeah, you know, we'd have to work through that piece, too. And the house had some challenges. It wasn't just like a layup. I didn't feel like. And so um, I'm sitting there with him and I said, you know, we have a lot of people willing to pay a six percent. And it just, you know, it's not fair to somebody else that we're charging that to take less. We just kind of have to, yeah, we have to just stick to our guns on this, but like, you're going to get what you pay for and we'll get it sold. And and you got some challenges. Like we got to figure out a way to get somebody under contract to line it up, to get it to close. Yeah. And there's so many moving parts that people just don't realize. And, uh, it's like, and just in the back of my head, I'm knowing he's firing all these people. I just figure like, I just know how that goes down. Yeah. So, uh, lightning in a bottle. Right. So, um, I said, he said, this, this might be a deal breaker. Oh, and he wanted, 1%. he wanted to be at uh yeah, he wanted to be at like a million three. And so I said, yeah, I mean, I guess it is. You need to think on it. And he said, no, no, I don't, I don't even need to think on it. And so we stood up and uh, I shook his hand and I said, well, I guess we know what moves the needle. $13,000. <laughs> and he said, excuse me. And I said, $13,000. That's what moves your needle. How did you even think of that that fast? I and just... then I walked out and. It felt so good. But anyways, uh, somebody else sold the house and, oh my God. and it happened later. So I don't know that it was necessarily the right move, but it did feel good. No, that it definitely felt, was the right and move. And it felt right that like it was going to be a bunch of work and there's it, no it amount, probably wasn't there at I'll, the end of the day. There's no amount of money worth like your peace of mind. I've learned that. I, I feel like I learned that lesson so all the time, constantly. Like there's no, you can't pay me for peace of mind. Like if I'm going to lose sleep over this person... Then right. just no, like good luck. Find somebody else. I bet somebody will take it for three percent, and then you guys will have a great time together. Right. Yeah. And it's just you kind of learn in the business. There are only so many hours in the day, and you want to fill them with the most profitable stuff. And um, yeah, what a know. mic drop line. It was awesome. I yeah, it felt good. Never. How long? Are you, <laughs> like, a, no. How long had you been in the business when this happened? Uh, that was probably like three years ago. So I've been doing it for like two weeks ago. Yeah, yesterday. Um, <laughs> well, three years ago. Maybe now it was feels four like years yesterday. ago. It was it was a couple years ago, but it was um, it was to the point where I like knew enough to know like somebody who thinks they know a bunch more than you from the get go is just yeah. There's a lot of like something that you're an expert in. And- it's kind of cool to hear that coming from a guy, like coming from you, because I get that a lot. Not a lot, but when I get that from people, because th- you're always going to run into people that are like that. And so when I get that from someone, I'm always like, w- when I get that from another man, I feel like, are they being like this because I'm a girl or is this just their personality? Like, I wonder if I had someone else talk to them and tell them the exact same things I'm telling them, would they still come at me with this like, I know everything mentality? So it's cool to f- like, actually hear that from a man um especially in real estate too it's like so you you get guys that um it just seems like that's their personality or they're like how long have you been in real estate like that question is so condescending like how how long have you been in the business like what do you what does that even matter what do you mean what do you mean by that right i mean there's positives to not being in the business a long time too i think it's like you're you're not that busy now you got time to like 
Really I'm work only on gonna things. focus on you and bug you constantly, right. or I'm hungry, or I'm gonna get this done quicker, or, I mean, there's uh, there's positives to both sides of it, but it's uh, what I'm saying is it's just cool to hear like, yeah, you had that same problem and and different people, everybody's different, is. right? I yeah. mean, it's, uh, it's that guy's way of like I hiding of, some insecurity he has yeah. that he like knows everything. It's like I feel like we have the same kind of person, not maybe not the same person because I don't. I mean, we've never just hung out. We've never hung out, but every time I'm around you, I feel like we have the same personality. So it's cool to hear how you dealt with that. Cause I, I feel like that's, if I, if I would have, that's, a, that's, a I definitely vibe. had some remorse when I was like <laughs> driving home. Like, <laughs> no, not when I was driving home, that felt great. It was more like, you know, days after like, should I, should I just call it back and see? Nope. Um, yeah, obviously didn't. And, um, what did it sell for? around the number yeah but it was like i know the agent that did the deal and yeah. so uh so i know they do deals for five percent one <laughs> well, <laughs> and, well we know uh, their secret <laughs> and two uh two i knew that um that i just asked him later i actually told him the story and he was like oh man he was like really hard and yeah um it was you know but he got paid at the end of the day and i didn't so i don't know well, that i did the right thing but it was uh, a cheese. quick question Yep. Uh, so uh, you're saying this particular deal, the difference was between 5% and 6%, which was your standard, right? Correct. So what is the how? What is the range? I don't know what an agent gets. Like, is it? So 6% standard is 3% aside. So an agent brings you a deal, then you get three. And the agent who brought the deal gets three. Oh. Yeah, oh. So when you list, the seller pays 6%. And so you and so you always have to pay out three. So sometimes people will think, oh, well, we just put out there two and a half. You can do that, and agents are supposed to, you know, still show your property and do. But like, if they have a buyer, they basically can get paid three anywhere. So why would they go somewhere where they can't? Unless their clients like hounding them to see the house, then they'll probably show it to them. I see. It definitely puts you at a disadvantage though to not be paying out three percent to a buyer's agent. So when you take a deal like that, you gotta. Be ready to eat the one that you're giving up. I mean, I will say I'm never, it's, I don't, I guess when you're in the business longer, it's like that conversation is easier and easier, like fighting for the 6% because I've had people want to pay five or like, yeah, I've known your family for 16 years. I'll totally do it for five. And then I just eat the 1% and give the buyer's agent three, but I don't, I've never explained to them either. Like, you know, this is what I'm doing for you. Instead of doing two and a half and two and a half, I'm going to go ahead and give them the three that they've earned and I'll just eat the 1%. Right. And maybe not feed my kids that much. Thank you. One way that I like to explain (laughs) it is I just think that, if we get if if we get the number that we're talking about and everything goes right, then you're happy to pay me full price. Mm-hmm. That, that's like what you're hiring me for. If we got to negotiate and we got to work, I never want my commission to be in the way of a deal. I want to get it done. But if I've already given you in this scenario thirteen thousand dollars that's just uh, forgotten yeah. at the very beginning, then I have no. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. First no off, I'm gonna be mad. Yeah. Like just thinking about it, it's gonna bother me. It's gonna be a thing which you don't want. That and the person who we're on the same team. Yeah, we're on the same team, so we should be excited to try and get this thing sold. Okay, and that's then actually I, another great point. I got yeah. some. I got some room to like maybe work with if if something gets tight. Yeah, I don't have any room to really work if it's not. Um, yeah, that's yes. actually another great point. Okay, well, this was good. I'm like glad we did this. You've taught me some things, laughed. 
Yeah. It was fun. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, we got to do it again. All right, let's do it. So, yeah, this is uh, Real Estate's the Worst. You're totally the worst. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I guess until next time, cheers, everybody.